0: 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 1. And all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father, Amaziah. After Amaziah was murdered, the people made his son Uzziah king in Amaziah's throne room. That's where they anointed him and proclaimed him king. 2. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah. He rebuilt it as a city of Judah. After that the king slept with his fathers. Meaning after his father died, he built Eloth. Three, sixteen years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty and two years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jecholiah of Jerusalem. Four, and he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. 5. And he set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the vision of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Zechariah was already dead, but the Bible is telling us that when Zechariah was alive, that was when the boy Uzziah started seeking the Lord. He was seeking the Lord before he was king, which is really beautiful, isn't it? 6 And he went forth and warred against the Philistines, and broke down the wall of Gath, and the wall of Jabneh, and the wall of Ashdod, and he built cities in the country of Ashdod, and among the Philistines. He was able to drive pagans out because he obeyed the Lord. And you and I can get deliverance from demonic forces when we obey the Lord. Jesus will come and deliver us, just like he delivered Uzziah from the enemy. Gath is the ancient town that Goliath was from. It's a town where there were a family of giants all related to Goliath. And he took that town and tore the wall down. That had to be a huge wall because giants made it. And he also tore down the wall of Ashdod, which would be pretty much a different name for Ashtoreth. And he built up cities that were in the Philistine area for the tribe of Judah. 7. And God helped him against the Philistines, and against the Arabians that dwelt in Ger-Baal, and the Maonim. Maonim is another tribe of people who were pagans. 8. And the Ammonites gave gifts to Uzziah, meaning that the pagan Ammonites, who were his cousins, were paying him tribute, showing him that they were submissive to his nation and his name spread abroad even to the entrance of Egypt, for he waxed exceeding strong. This is all because of faith and obedience. Our main focus in life should be obeying the Lord and believing him. God will take care of the rest. That doesn't mean that we'll be rich and famous, but we won't have anything to fear. We'll have a reputation of faith, and people will come to us and ask us to pray for them. This is what happens when you live a life of faith, and it's a beautiful life, a life of peace, a life of being kind to your neighbor and receiving the blessings of God. 9 Moreover Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem, at the corner gate, and at the valley gate, and at the turning, and fortified them. The Israelites gave a name to every gate. They had the sheep gate, the horse gate, here they have the valley gate. These gates were named after what typically went on at that gate or that entrance. So the horse gate is probably where the horses came in and were taken care of. The sheep gate would be where the sheep were let in. There's another gate that was a gate of refuse and waste, and that was where the waste products were thrown out. The valley gate would be the gate that leads to the valley south of the temple area, which I believe is the valley of Hinnom. Ten, and he built towers in the wilderness and hewed out many cisterns. Those are wells. So he is making the land of Judah very user-friendly for the people who live there. For he had much cattle in the lowland also and in the table land, and he had husbandmen and vine dressers in the mountains and in the fruitful fields, for he loved husbandry. Husbandry is owning a vineyard, and he loved owning a vineyard. He had fruitful fields. He had cattle in the lowlands and in the flat but higher zones. God was making him fruitful with food as well as having a peaceful life because he honored the Lord. 11. Moreover, Uzziah had an army of fighting men that went out to war by bands according to the number of their reckoning made by Jael the scribe and Messiah the officer under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. He had a roving army as well that went out and probably fought the pagans whenever need be. 12. The whole number of the heads of father's houses, even the mighty men of valor, was 2,600. He had 2,600 warriors. 13, and under their hand was a trained army, 300,000 and 7,500 that made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. Under all of those 2,600 warriors like officers, he had another 375,000 warriors under them. 14 And Uzziah prepared for them, even for all the host, shields and spears and helmets and coats of mail and bows and stones for slinging. He gave them the full armor. He didn't have them fight naked and without the proper weapons, like some some kings and presidents in history have done. 15. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by skillful men to be on the towers and upon the corners, wherewith to shoot arrows and great stones. He invented machines that would shoot stones and arrows off of the corners of the towers. Yes, they had machines back then. Everything that we have today, they had in the Bible. It may not have been exactly the same way that you and I would make it, but in a lot of cases, it was probably made better. And here is testament that they had machines. And his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. Who was he helped by? Of course, he was helped by God. 16. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up so that he did corruptly. He became prideful. Once he saw that his life was really good and that he was doing well, he began to give himself credit for it instead of giving God the credit, and he began to believe that he was a self-made man. This is a mistake that many a person has made, but King David never made this mistake. No matter how great King David became, no matter how popular he was, no matter how successful in battle he was, he always gave God the credit, the sole credit. You and I need to do that too because if we don't keep giving God the glory in our lives, we will become prideful and we'll become narcissistic and it will be really hard for us to change. And he trespassed against the Lord his God, for he went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of the Lord. Only the priests are allowed in the temple according to God's law, because they're sanctified to burn the incense. But he as king went in there, and he was not sanctified as a priest to go in there and he did it anyway. This is really bad when we think that we're cool and we're better than everyone else and we don't have to follow the rules. That's just pure narcissism. It's mental illness and it is a sin. 17. And Azariah the priest went in after him, and with him fourscore priests of the Lord that were valiant men. These priests were warriors. Did you know that if you follow Jesus, you are a warrior in Christ? Every priest in the Old Testament and every prophet was a warrior. They could all fight. You and I, we fight in prayer and faith, but we are fighters. And 80 priests went in after the king and they're going to haul him out saying, don't you dare. You might be king, but you have no right to be in the sanctuary. 18. And they withstood Uzziah the king, and said unto him, It pertaineth not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priests, the sons of Aaron that are consecrated, it pertaineth to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed, neither shall it be for thy honor from the Lord God. They stood their ground, and they said, King or no king, you have to get out. 19 Then Uzziah was wroth, meaning angry, and he had a censer in his hand to burn incense. Remember in the Old Testament when Aaron's two sons took a censer, and they tried to be hip and cool with it, and they tried to burn incense that they weren't supposed to burn, and the Lord consumed them with fire and killed them instantly. But here he's going to have more mercy on Uzziah. And while he was angry, wrath with the priests, the leprosy broke forth in his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord beside the altar of incense. Just as he was getting angry and feeling that the priests had not reverenced him, when it was he who wasn't reverencing the Lord, the Lord instantly gave him leprosy. 20. And Azariah the chief priest and all the priests looked upon him, and behold, he was leprous in his forehead, and they thrust him out quickly from thence. Yea, himself made haste also to go out, because the Lord had smitten him. The Lord had mercy on him by not killing him. One reason the Lord didn't kill him could have been because he was right in the sanctuary and it would defile the sanctuary to have a dead body there. So instead, the Lord gave him leprosy, which would cause him himself to want to leave. Because when you're really sick, you don't want to be around people. You want to run home. And he was so sick that he ran home and he was humiliated, which was very just from the Lord. 21 And Uzziah the king was a leper unto the day of his death, and dwelt in a house set apart, being a leper, for he was cut off from the house of the Lord. And Jotham his son was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Uzziah, because of his leprosy, he was too humiliated and too sick to even stand as judge before the people. And he had to be separated from them as well because of his leprosy. So he lived as a hermit. For the rest of his life after having so much pride that he wanted to pretend he was priest in the temple he became a hermit literally and his own son had to stand and judge the people even though he was king and you know judging means settling disputes 22 now the rest of the acts of uzziah first and last did isaiah the prophet the son of amos write when we get to the book of isaiah we're going to learn more about uzziah who was king during part of Isaiah's life. This is a neat thing about the prophets when we get to them very quickly here. We'll learn more about each king because each of these prophets served one of the kings. 23. So Uzziah slept with his fathers, meaning he died, and they buried him with his fathers in the field of burial, which belonged to the kings, for they said, He is a leper, and Jotham his son reigned in his stead. Because he died with leprosy, they wouldn't bury him in the sepulcher of the kings. They didn't want to pollute the sepulcher. So they instead buried him in a field that the kings owned. That way he was still on king's property, but he wouldn't defile any other place or bodies. And Jotham, his son, became king. And that shows us that no matter how great we serve the Lord, we're not better than other people, and we're not better than God's law. Sadly, there's a lot of Christian leaders who think that they're better than God's law because they are famous and popular and rich, and then they get into all kinds of trouble because they decide that they're better than the law. None of us are ever going to be better than God's law. We always have to obey it to the end. And Jesus himself said, I came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And Jesus in me will fulfill the law. So when he's alive in me, my life should be a life of obedience. And that concludes Second Chronicles chapter 26.